Hi, this is Eileen Graff, and Just you are listening right to TV Confidential. Ed Roberts, welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. There's always happy to say hello to Dawn Wells. Dawn Wells, the actress known around the world as Marianne Summers on Gilligan's Island. September 26th marks the 55th anniversary of the premiere of Gilligan's Island, which means that Marianne and the rest of the castaways are now eligible for ARP, if you can imagine that. Uh, there are... I just, yeah, I, I, I wish I were 55. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I love about talking to you, Don, is that no matter what your physical number is, what keeps you young and active is that you have the spirit of youth and joy and gratitude. And that's what really matters. Well, it does, and you know, it's interesting because we only go around one time, mm-hmm. and we all have lots of things we have to face, whether it's health or, or, or losing a child or divorce or whatever it is. Those are things you have to, it's like on a high rest. Sometimes you have snow, sometimes you have rain, sometimes it's sunny. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think you have to go with the punches, so to speak, and it's very difficult to not let it get you down. I think health is the most important, because if you don't feel well all the time and everything, it's really hard to blossom above it. But we need to count our blessings and need to know what's still out there that might make us interesting or what was one of your favorite things before or the pet that you love the most or a grandchild that's going to college. I think we can get bogged down in the negative too easily. And Don has a lot of useful tips, a lot of useful ideas on how to eliminate the negative and accentuating the positive and focus on the things that keep you happy and healthy and vibrant in her book, which is called What Would Mary Ann Do? A Guide to Life, which if you don't have a copy already, folks, I highly recommend it. I guarantee you'll enjoy it as much as I did. What Would Mary Ann Do? has been re-released by our friends at Bear Manor Media. It's also available as an ebook through iTunes and Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. Plus, uh, we're talking a little bit about this before we started recording, Don. The Hollywood Museum, which uh, I saw you at last night, was not able to have a chance to talk to you, but uh, the Hollywood Museum is going to be honoring you and Gilligan's Island with one of its new lobby exhibits. I wonder if they have my short shorts. We've got to work on that. I was told that the short shorts will be on display. All right, I wonder who wore them. They were so little. <laughs> but you know, it's kind of fun because I've raised you. It's one thing if, if the show you were watching 50 years ago was, was grown-ups or like F Troop or something like that. But being marooned on an island with seven people that didn't know each other is kind of an education as a kid to get along with your neighbors and your sisters and your brothers. And I think it's still meaningful. No clothes or cars have dated anything. Very much so, because if any one of us found ourselves situated, compressed with the same seven people day in, day out. Uh... <laughs> Maybe on drugs, by now. I don't think so. I think it, it, it was a difference in the personalities. That's where we put the seven different people. Yeah. We each had something to offer. And because you each had something to offer, and going back to making the most of the situation, making, to turn a phrase, making lemonade out of the lemons that you dealt with, you're able to make the most of the situation and hope for the best. And and when the situation came yourself, you worked together and you got yourselves off the island. And I really think that if we all look at that in ourselves as you go, brothers and sisters or marriages or just classmates, you can take either side. You can say, oh, my God, I'm never going to get you. Or, I wonder if I did two hours now and two hours tomorrow, I'd get it done. There's always a way 
I was raised with positive family, mm -hmm. but there's always a way of making it better, unless you're really ill. But there's always a way of, of, of turning something around or doing a little bit more work than you thought you, you needed to do. I, I, I think that that positive attitude carries you a long way. Don Wells is on the line with us. Don Wells, the actress known around the world as Marianne on Gilligan's Island. The Hollywood Museum will be honoring Don Wells and Gilligan's Island this fall with a new lobby exhibit. It will include Marianne's short shorts plus the gingham dress that Don wore on Gilligan's Island, two scripts from Gilligan's Island, and a few other surprises. If you're planning a trip to Los Angeles this fall, be sure to spend an afternoon at the Hollywood Museum 1660 North Highland Avenue in the famous Max Factor building. For more information, thehollywoodmuseum.com. Don Wells is also the author of What Would Mary Ann Do? A Guide to Life, a look at how Mary Ann would respond to the various changes in today's culture that face single women and mothers, while also showing that good girls do finish first. What Would Mary Ann Do? has been re-released through our friends at Bear Manor, Media. You can also find it as an ebook through iTunes, Amazon.com, where books are sold online. Don's website, DonWells.com. You can also follow Don on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash The Real Mary Ann, as well as Twitter.com, The Real Mary Ann, Instagram, The Real Don Wells. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. I try not to spend too much time with social media because it can be a time suck. But we have a mutual friend in Kathy Garver. And Absolutely. Don just came back from Provo, Utah, where she appeared at uh, this year's Western Legends Roundup, uh, along with Kathy Garver and Darby Hinton and many, many other stars. And I understand that you and Kathy traveled together to Provo. Yeah, it was kind of fun. We spent eight or nine hours in a car together. You really get to know each other more than just passing by. I, I find her a very charming lady and, and, and a friend. Was she a good roommate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had fun. That's a good thing. Yes. Well, look, I will just say Sissy and Marianne were in the same room together. I will just leave it at that for my listening audience. Well, no, and, you, and, and, and this, that generation watched us both at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you mentioned driving. You mentioned that you drove to Utah. When I learned that, I thought back to... My father loved to drive, and so every August he would take a couple of weeks off, and we had a van. And where'd we, you grow up? Where, where'd you start? What's the well, I grew up in San Francisco. I come from a large family, so he would pack about six of us. And when I say he loved to drive, he would like start, and he would go like twelve hours at a time. Wow! I, and I always remember every year when we drove through the flats of Salt Lake City, we always drove at night, partially because it was hot. It's, it's hot in the desert, and there's not much to see. But when you're 10 years old, it was like a big deal because, oh, we're driving at night. So it made me ask, did you drive through the flats uh, during the daylight hours, nighttime hours? How did you do that? Day, day and night. From Las Vegas to, to uh, Los Angeles, sometimes it's just straight desert. Las Vegas to Reno is desert a lot, and the heat makes a difference. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I get sleepy too much in the, at night, so I prefer to drive in the daytime. But I think it's... If you've got your daddy driving for you. <laughs> <laughs> Was this your first trip to Provo? No, gosh, no. I'm a Nevada girl, so I'm all over. I'm not a skier, but I had a, a film actor's boot camp in Driggs, Idaho, mm -hmm. where I, I, I taught, and my dad had a lot of horses up there, and I was just a Western girl. So I've been everywhere. Well, I knew that you did a lot of theater before and after Gilligan. So there aren't too many places in this country that you haven't 
been to either professionally or just to relax, but I just thought I would ask the question. Now, of course, uh, we mentioned you were at the Western Legends Roundup. You did one of the great Westerns with uh, Michael oh, Dante. Did you see Winterhawk? Did you see Winterhawk? I saw it a couple of years ago. It still holds up. It's a wonderful picture. What I remember is that I think you shot almost all of that on location in Montana. Yes, yes, and it was a beautiful country. I mean, and of course, that's what I grew up with. But the, the beautiful horse, Michael Dante was wonderful. It was just beautiful to look at. It wasn't just cowboys and Indians. It was really, really pretty, I thought. Yeah, and I'm not an actor. I just talk to actors on the radio. But I would imagine, Dawn, when you have a chance to shoot in real locations... It's kind of good for you as a performer versus just always working in a soundstage because when you work in real locations, sometimes you improvise and you work with whatever the locations bring you, and that can often be a boon to your performance. Sure, you've got, you got rain and you've got snow and you've got snakes and you've got sagebrush and <laughs> kind of hard to bring all of that to the set. Yeah. There's, a real, there's a realism to it. You really feel you are a pioneer out there. It's psychologically, as an actor, it's a tremendous help. Yes, it's a tremendous help. Plus, it was a very physical role, not only for you, but for all of the actors in that movie. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, you know, looking at it today, when I was starting in my career, there was rawhide and gunsmoke and blah, blah, blah. Everybody was playing cowboys, too. I don't know how many roles there are now for cowboys. You know, it's more of a sitcom, living room kind of thing. I don't know how much the percentage is today. Everything is kind of cyclical. You know, there's the height of Westerns in the 50s and 60s, and then they kind of waned, and then they came back again with Lonesome Dove, and they're maybe on the wane again. But, you know, if it's like anything, I'm sure we'll see more Westerns. Well, I think you needed those young kids growing up that kind of want to know who our history is. That's right. Absolutely. On the line with us is Don Wells. Don Wells, the actress known around the world as Marianne on Gilligan's Island. The Hollywood Museum will be honoring Don Wells and Gilligan's Island with a new Lobby exhibit that will become open to the public on Thursday, September 26th. September 26th is the date on which Gilligan's Island originally premiered in 1964. The Gilligan's Island lobby exhibit at the Hollywood Museum will include the gingham dress that Don wore on Gilligan's Island, as well as Marianne's iconic blue short shorts, plus two scripts from Gilligan's Island, along with the hat and shirt that Bob Denver wore on Gilligan's Island, as well as a few other surprises. If you're planning a trip to Los Angeles this fall, be sure to spend an afternoon at the Hollywood Museum, 1660 North Highland Avenue in the famous Max Factor building. For more information, thehollywoodmuseum.com. We mentioned Michael Dante. I don't know whether you're aware of this, Don, but Michael wrote a sequel to Winterhawk. He called it Winterhawk's Land. And he imagines what happens after the movie ended. And I don't want to give too much of it away, but I can tell you that he married your character. We were married? Michael and I were married? Yes. Isn't that nice? Did we have babies? I don't remember babies. It's been a couple of years since I read Michael's book. He wrote it as a novella. It's called Winter Hawk's Land. It is also available at Bear Manor Media, so you can pick up a copy of Winter Hawk's Land. Oh, I must do that for sure. Yes, and I'm telling the listeners that they could pick up a copy of Winter Hawk's Land at Bear Manor as well as What Would Marianne Do, which is Don's book, so you get the complete uh, experience. Uh, let's see. We're talking about some of the many Westerns you did before Gilligan. One of them, and this, I think you were under contract with Warner Brothers at the time, but you did an episode of Maverick with Jack Kelly. Jack played Bart Maverick and his evil twin, and I think Gerald Moore was in that show. Do you remember yes, anything yes, about that? Yes, yes. Any memories of I remember him even then when I was working with him. It was quite special. I understand Jack was a very, very funny man off camera. You're very good at putting people at ease. Very much. Very much. 
it's kind of like a family. That feel? Yeah. And, of course, you know, he came from a showbiz family, so showbiz was in his blood. So being on a set was very natural to him, and it's no surprise that he made everyone feel like a family and feel very comfortable. That's very true, and I didn't know he came from that kind of family, but that's, that's the essence he, he provided when he was with you, for sure. Yes, very much so. Um, we mentioned What Would Mary Ann Do, which is Don's book. I think you can order that online if you go to my Facebook, I think. Yes, yeah. uh, go to facebook.com forward slash the real Mary Ann for more information on how to do that. But uh, one of the things that I think about the book is it kind of teaches you values about shoving it down your kids' throats. Yeah. What would Mary Ann do if she had to do blah, 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 blah? You know, what would, would, would she be kind? Would she swear at you? What would, she, what would Mary Ann do? And I think it's a good guideline without shoving it down your kid's throat. Yeah, and one of the important things is you approach it from your perspective as Mary Ann, and it's the importance of recognizing who you are as an individual. And one of the things you share with your readers is the importance for all of us to live the life we have the best we can, but also being true to ourselves. Well, that's true, and I come, if you, if you would think that I came from Kansas City with a family and all of that for the values that I think Marianne has. I was raised in Nevada where there's prostitution and legal gambling. <laughs> my mother and father were divorced. Mm-hmm. I lived in Reno. My father lived in Las Vegas. My father remarried and had children. We were all one family. My mother and my stepmother were friends. It didn't have to be animosity. I didn't fight crops. I didn't know what I was doing. My father ran a trucking company called Wells Cargo. He wasn't at the, a pit boss in a, in a casino. And yet you're surrounded by all of that, and you still have the ability to do what's right and wrong. Where am I preaching? There you go. That's just one of the things that Marianne would do, which you can read in Don's book, What Would Marianne Do?, which is available uh, Amazon.com, also available iTunes, both as a paperback and as an ebook. And uh, What Would Marianne Do? has a wonderful foreword by your dear friend Russell Johnson that says, in part, We love Marianne because we like Marianne. We love Marianne because we all need to be loved unconditionally. That pretty much says it all, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. And it's kind of hard to pass that on today because everybody's so busy. Both parents are working and there's divorce and you're moving around a lot and everything, but that stability still can be there. And I think it's wise to try. (laughs) And one of the cool things about the book is that in addition to sharing some knowledge and wisdom to pass on to the next generation of of young women, throughout uh, the book, Dawn shares little anecdotes and memories of her career before and after Gilligan and... She pays tribute to each of her fellow cast members. One of my favorite lines is when you talk about Alan Hale. Oh, yes. He was always gruntled. He was never disgruntled. Always. And it was the exact size of my father. <laughs> and when he had me, my feet were off the floor. I mean, that was wonderful. That, that great big man with the kindest heart you could ever imagine. Yeah. And we mentioned swearing. One of my favorite parts of the book is you have a section called If You Have to Swear, and you recommend not swearing because there are a lot more creative ways of expressing yourself. <laughs> but one of my favorite things is if you have to swear, swear like Mr. Magoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, Pretty hard to duplicate, but go ahead. Well, yeah, no, but, but the point is is that, you know, you're mumbling, and by kind of doing it in your own original way, it kind of has more of a lasting effect because what exactly is he saying, you know? Versus... Uh, exactly, and it's not offensive. <laughs> exactly, very much so, very much There's so. There's a chuckle there. Absolutely. So I want to ask you, how is your health? 
Oh, my health is just great. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling well. I'm 150 years old, and I'm still doing fine. <laughs> did, you, did we talk about this? This exhibit is coming up at the Hollywood Museum. Hollywood Museum is starting a new lobby exhibit. It will be open to the public officially on September 26th, which is the 55th anniversary. Yeah, I, that's the first day we went on the air, September 26th. And amazement. very much amazement. And the display will include the gigam dress that Dawn wore as Marianne on Gilligan. It will also display the short shorts, the Marianne... Well, well done, they were so little. <laughs> yes, yes. I think it will also include a couple of scripts from the show. Yeah. And tell me if I'm wrong. I understand that the hat that Bob wore and the shirt that Bob Denver wore will also be part of the display. I think so. I know that we had talked about it a while back, but I, I'm sure it must be. I'm sure it must be. Well, if you're in Los Angeles, if you're planning a trip to Los Angeles this fall, spend a day, folks, at the Hollywood Museum. You can pay tribute to Gilligan's Island. And the cool thing about the Hollywood Museum is is that they really do have something for everybody. You know, they do. Well, and I, yeah, and I'm hoping I can be there. I'm hoping I can shake hands with some of the people I raised. You know, when I was a little girl, you couldn't see anybody's ballet slippers or anything from any of the movies. But this is now, I've been in your house. You've seen me in your living room, mm-hmm. and now you get to touch the dress. That's I right. I mean, that's interesting, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. Of course, we mentioned Marianne's short shorts. Last night, the Hollywood Museum, they paid tribute to Barbara Eden, and of course, Barbara Eden had the most famous navel that nobody ever saw, but Marianne, we got to see her navel. Not much. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we have to reshoot. When I would walk, they were hip-hop this time, but when I would walk, the, 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 uh, the Levi fabric would move, and the cameraman would say, got to shoot it again, and look at it, your navel. <laughs> Me. Yeah. But uh, when, when you moved, I mean, it was always a, a bane of everybody's existence. Now they rub around with nothing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the... <laughs> it's more titillating to wonder if you can see it rather than looking at it all the time. Absolutely. Well, look, you were on a tropical island, so, you know, it, it, it would make sense to have short shorts so that you're at least comfortable. You know, it's like if, at least a lot more comfortable than if you wore the gingham dress during the, in, in the middle. Well, I'm not skinny, but then neither were we allowed to do that either. Absolutely. That was left to the viewer's imagination during the six days of the week the Gilligan was not on, you know. So. Would you like to do a remake now? We all live in the same hut. I don't know. Shame <laughs> <laughs> on us. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, before we forget, if you haven't seen this, Don is also part of a wonderful web series called Life Interrupted. It's got a lot of great reviews. It's available on... YouTube and other digital platforms, and you play Mason Reeves' mother-in-law, and you seem to be having the time of your life doing that. It was so much fun, yes, and I, I, I really wish I could have just record it, because I don't get to see it all the time. Yeah, it was fun. It's fun to do something totally different, you know? A- absolutely. It is always fun to, to spend some time talking to you, Don Wells, and we'll continue our conversation with Don after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life. But it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 
for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. Hey there, this is Wink Martindale, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Attention sports fans, now you can watch every football game you want all season long without leaving your home with Dish for about 50 bucks a month. Compared to your cable bill, you can save almost $600 a year. Call right now and sign up for Dish and watch every football game you want. With Dish, there are no boxes to pay, plus get free installation as soon as tomorrow. If you call now. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch your favorite sports and channels on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Be one of the first 100 orders right now and get a free voice remote. Don't miss a single football game all year long and save a ton of money. Get a free voice remote and free installation as soon as tomorrow. But you got to call All-American Dish right now. 800-296-1251 That's 800-296-1251 Miss the show? We have more than 500 hours of archived editions of TV Confidential available on demand as digital downloads. For more information, go to shop.tvconfidential.com Net. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, the hilarious site-splitting new DVD available through Kino Lorber. Hi, this is Michael Dante. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, along with our guest Don Wells. Don Wells, the actress known around the world as Marianne on Gilligan's Island. The Hollywood Museum will be honoring Don Wells on Gilligan's Island with a new lobby exhibit that will become open to the public on Thursday, September 26th. The Gilligan's Island lobby exhibit at the Hollywood Museum will include the gingham dress that Don wore on Gilligan's Island, as well as Marianne's iconic blue short shorts, as well as a few other surprises. If you're planning a trip to Los Angeles this fall, be sure to spend an afternoon at the Hollywood Museum, 1660 North Highland Avenue in the famous Max Factor building. For more information, thehollywoodmuseum.com. Don's book, What Would Marianne Do?, is available. It's been re-released in time to mark the 55th anniversary of Gilligan's Island. There's the Hollywood Museum tribute coming up starting September 26th. I think you also have an appearance coming up October 17th in Lancaster. And my birthday's on the 18th. Your birthday, uh, October 18th? Uh-huh. Well, happy birthday two months before the fact. Thank you. I'll celebrate all night. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any other events on the horizon that you're at liberty to tell our listeners? Well, I'm, just, I'm going into Australia to do some stuff for them in a, in a couple of weeks. Just Ooh. do some ads and stuff in Australia, which I love. It's sort of like Nevada years ago, kind mm-hmm. of. And I'm always looking. I'm always looking for a play. I'm always looking for something to kind of break the mold. What do you look for when you consider a part, Don? Well, I, I like either something that's a challenge, like a real psycho or a real public expression, B-I-T-C-H, or somebody <laughs> completely, completely different than a 
Marianne, but I also, uh, I love good writing. Mm-hmm. I love comedy. Uh, I like it all. I'm just not really good at musical. You know, I don't sing very well. But, uh, but other than that, I really like the theater very much. The rehearsal part more than anything. Mm-hmm. I like the growth time of when you start creating this character. And then by the time you open, you've got it. But by the time you close six or seven months later, you really know that person. And that's very stimulating to me. Yeah, and that's not something you always have an opportunity to do. In certainly when you're doing a weekly sitcom like Gilligan, you know, especially oh, you don't have time. No, even if you have a two two months off in the summer, you don't have time to do the six weeks rehearsal and perform either. It's a different thing entirely. Especially because back then you were shooting like close to thirty thirty five shows a year. So right. You have to work very very quickly. So I would imagine when you have an opportunity to immerse yourself in a character as you do on the stage. It's, it's, so the, the rehearsal time is fun because once you're shooting something, you don't want to take more than two or three takes. Mm-hmm. But when you're rehearsing a play, you might do that scene 50 times till you find every little nuance that should be there. Yeah. And, and doing it live is also fun. You know, you sneeze in the middle of something and the light goes out. That's, that's also, nobody can correct it and refilm it. That's the excitement, I think, of stage. And if, and if you know you've done something that's funny and tonight you didn't get the laugh, what did you do wrong? <laughs> Well, exactly, because that's a very important part because the audience is never the same every night. And if you're a wise actor, sure. you pick and up the audience really tells you whether it's working. Yeah. You don't know when you film a scene with Gilligan and the skipper going in and out. That. Is it working? Is it laughable? Is it not laughable? You, you, you assume the director and the cameraman understand it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't get the laugh and you know the laugh is supposed to be there, you did something wrong. And that's what's exciting, I think, about stage. That's what's the most important. Or the, or the cast change. You're playing with a leading man, and he goes and somebody else comes in. Now you've got to establish a relationship with them. That's right, especially if you're doing, like, a national tour thing, you know, where you... Exactly, be- and on the road a long time. Mm-hmm. So you don't get along in that bus and truck, and you travel 12 <laughs> hours in a day with him, and you just can't stand him. <laughs> Not really, I'm just kidding. I know, just, I know, I know. It is a family. Yeah. When you're on the road, it is a family. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, final question. This is the most important question of all. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how old I am. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not going there. No, no. This is something I think you'll answer. I know because I read What Would Marianne Do that you're a football fan. So uh, I am, I am, I am. So which team are you rooting for? Do you, I mean, you, you have a choice. You have the Rams or the Chargers. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. The Chargers came into existence when we were starting the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, what, is, what, what is their, um, who, who, who's, who's well, won the most? Well, the Rams made the Super Bowl last year, they, and they score a lot of points, you know, so... Uh, and they haven't been in a long time. They yeah. They haven't been in a long time. Yeah, of course, you mentioned you grew up in Nevada. The Raiders are moving to Nevada, so... Well, so, then I should be... Oh, are they moving to Las Vegas or Reno? They're moving to Vegas. I believe they're moving to Vegas. And of course, I, I think I'm maybe I, I, I think maybe I have to go with the Chargers because yeah. we've never had a team. Yeah, although I know this, I think one of the last times we talked, this was before the Rams came back to Los Angeles. But for a while, you, you were following the 49ers, which is my team. So that makes you a girl right after my own heart. <laughs> well, I just like them all. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I don't like the East Coast much. I like the West Coast more. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, the, you have the West Coast offense, which is more exciting. And, and, of course, in the case like the Rams, the Rams are capable of scoring like a 48 points a game at any time. So. Well, and I, of course, was in love with a quarterback. Yeah. So so I understood the game. I didn't grow up with brothers or anything, but I understood the game. And it's, it's I love it. And I, I don't, I mean, I'm not a real sports nut. I wouldn't really watch boxing particularly. Baseball yeah. is good. It just takes a little long. But there's something always exciting with football, I think. Very much so. And again, I'm always appreciative 
of the opportunity to talk to you, Don, because you're just a very positive, upbeat person. And we began our conversation talking about gratitude. Gratitude is not only one of the messages in What Would Mary Ann Do? A Guide to Life. It is a way of life, a way of thinking that, that you embody every day. Well, and I think it's important. We are all blessed. We all have negativities that happen, but we're all blessed to be here. We're living in a wonderful country. We're all pretty good friends. North and South isn't fighting anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think that, that it's, it's, it's a message to your soul. The Hollywood Museum will be honoring Don Wells and Gilligan's Island with a new lobby exhibit that will become open to the public on Thursday, September 26th. If you're planning a trip to Los Angeles this fall, be sure to spend an afternoon at the Hollywood Museum, 1660 North Highland Avenue in the famous Max Factor building. For more information, thehollywoodmuseum.com. Don's book, What Would Mary Ann Do?, has been re-released through Bear Manor Media. What Would Mary Ann Do? is a guide to how Mary Ann would respond to the various changes in today's culture that face single women and single mothers. What Would Mary Ann Do? is available through Bear Manor Media and wherever books are sold online. Thank you so much, Don. Thank you, too. Have a great day. The Gilligan's Island exhibit will be officially open to the public beginning Thursday, September 26th. Become an advertiser or underwriter of TV Confidential and let our brand help promote your brand. To find out more, go to televisionconfidential.com slash advertise. Attention sports fans, now you can watch every football game you want all season long without leaving your home with Dish for about 50 bucks a month. Compared to your cable bill, you can save almost $600 a year. Call right now and sign up for Dish and watch every football game you want. With Dish, there are no boxes to pay, plus get free installation as soon as tomorrow. If you call now. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch your favorite sports and channels on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Be one of the first 100 orders right now and get a free voice remote. Don't miss a single football game all year long and save a ton of money. Get a free voice remote and free installation as soon as tomorrow. But you gotta call All-American Dish right now. 800-296-1251 That's 800-296-1251 Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.